Everything I've been through makes me better than the last me. All up in fifth was spreading this truth of compassion. And whenever they asking, I be, I be, I be praising. You just heard Praisin from the album The Intro by Denise LaShawn. Go check out Denise LaShawn's music on Spotify or any other music site. Hi, my name is Margaret, and you have ventured your way into the beautiful Collision podcast. I believe when the good and amazing, great parts of your life collide with the bad, messy, and hard parts of your life, they make you into the beautiful and amazing person that you are. On this podcast, you're going to hear stories of people from all walks of life. And my hope is that you resonate with some and embrace your own story. Hey guys, you are really about to enjoy my conversation with Caleb Berry. He is the fourth guy we have ever had on the show. And I love bringing guys on the show and hearing from their perspectives, hearing their stories and everything in between. We talk a lot about passions and Caleb has quite a bit. So I'm really excited for you to get to hear some of the things he's really passionate about and he's wanting to pursue that he's pursuing right now, but also in the future. He also throws in a lot of nuggets of wisdom just on life and what it looks like to be present um, where you're at. This conversation was awesome and I really hope you enjoy it. So if you're in your car or at home or cooking or doing whatever you're doing, sit back and relax and enjoy my conversation with Caleb. All right, everyone, we are back um, for the podcast today and I'm so excited for this guest today. We have Caleb Berry here. Say hello. What's up, everybody? (laughs) Um, And I'm excited you're here. Um, I actually, Akilah actually told me that you would be a great person to interview, so <laughs> a mutual friend that we have. The so, homie? Yes. So I'm really pumped. You're actually the fourth guy to ever be on the show. Look. So male perspective is really good on this show. Okay. Okay. Good, so good, good. give all the male perspective <clears throat> on everything, um, <laughs> and it's going to be great. So why don't you introduce yourself, tell people what you do, tell a little bit about yourself, fun fact, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so my name is Caleb Berry. Um, I am currently uh, the student pastor at Mount Hebron okay. um, in Garland, Texas. Uh-huh. Um, and I also teach uh, dance in Richardson at Center for Dance. Um, I'm on the, uh, I do the hip hop side of things, so I teach a lot of break dancing okay. uh, with the kids as well. And then I also even work with uh, Behind Every Door with uh, Love Nindo, Ray, Jay, um, and a few other dope people out there. Um, okay. I teach dance in a cooking class as well. So, yeah, that's a that's a little bit. A cooking me. class? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, how'd you get into doing that? Yeah, so so he, it's it's crazy because like uh, growing up, I've always wanted to be a chef. Okay. And like I love cooking, and I love cooking for people. Uh-huh. But like as time went on, like mm-hmm. I saw you guys served and all this other stuff. <laughs> And I just wanted to dance eventually, but I still had like, you know, like that, that passion to like mm-hmm. cook and whatnot. So I uh, watched a lot of cooking shows growing up, mm-hmm. blah, blah, passion was still there. And then uh, when I came to Texas and I talked to, I think it was, I think it was Street, yeah, Mitchell West. I think it was him that I talked to about, um, 
Or no 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 like yeah he 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 got me right with behind every door okay um and then what ended up happening and beta as well and then um they were just like is there anything else you could possibly do mm-hmm. in class I was just like well I like to cook okay right? you know what I'm saying so like started doing that uh-huh. and started cooking with the the elementary kids that are there or no no I'm sorry the middle school and the high schoolers okay um that are there too so yeah. So you so a lot of fun stuff. You talked about a lot of different things. So I'm going to mm-hmm. hit on some of those. So you talked about dance and cooking yeah. and being a student pastor. Uh-huh. Okay, so there's a lot of very opposite passions. Yes. Okay, so what's your like favorite passion right now? Um, Dance is like my top thing. Okay. Like in general. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like that's, I, I dance when I'm at church. Uh-huh. Like I dance outside of church. Mm-hmm. I dance and different settings even when i teach sometimes yeah i realize a lot of my emotions even like with my feet or with my hands uh-huh. like people would be like bro like he was like up there dancing right I'm like no i wasn't I was, teaching. <laughs> I was teaching that's what i was doing but no like so that's like my my number one uh passion overall but 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 like i, I love i do love teaching though yeah like i love teaching those things so mm-hmm. actually i would say teaching would be my favorite thing okay because in dance i love to teach mm-hmm. people you know what i'm saying and like coach them on different things like cooking i love to teach but i also like biblically like i love to teach and help people grow in that so i would say teaching is definitely like my top thing yeah um yeah for those of y'all listening, he's a great dancer. I have my moments. Uh, no, he's actually a legitimate dancer, so he's being very <laughs> modest. Um, so when did you start, like, when did you start having this love for dance? When did you start dancing? Yeah. All of that kind of stuff. Like, how did that creep into your life? For sure. Yeah, so, like, I remember when I was a kid, um, and this is this is the weird slash funny part, because <laughs> it was a, uh, who was it? Who did No Strings Attached? Was it NSYNC or Backstreet Boys? NSYNC, I think. It was an NSYNC? We have special guests in here too, so they helped us with that one. Backstreet Boys, there you go. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, so like I remember seeing like the um uh I think it was the cover for No Strings. Oh, Attached. with the little Muppet, yeah. Muppet things? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then one of the guys was like in this like breakdancing move. Uh-huh. So like all I did was that move for a while. Okay. Because of that. You know wow. what I'm saying? Seriously? I kid you not. <laughs> so as a kid, like, and I wasn't like trying to be a dancer or anything like that. I just thought it was cool. You right. know what I'm saying? So I would start doing it, start doing it. And then all of a sudden in eighth grade, that's when You Got Served came out. Yeah, that was, that was like, a good movie. It was, it was a wrap after that. And like, um, so like, uh, I would look at the movie over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like I knew some of the lines verbatim. I knew some of the dances. Right. All the way through, and but it was the break dancers on there that like messed me up. That was like, yo, like I'm trying to, I'm trying to learn how to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I ended up getting into. It's funny because I ended up getting into uh, when I got into high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I was being taught, uh, or I met this guy named Vince Myers who okay. showed me like my first like dance move. Okay, but it was like uh, it was waving, like so it was this wave. Mm-hmm. Uh, move away. Sorry, y'all can't see it, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, like, I like, like, explaining. I'm just like, here you go. Um, yeah, so like, he taught me that move, and then after that, like, it's, it's funny because like, the student became teacher after a mm-hmm. while, you know what I'm saying? And uh, so, shouts out to him. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if he's ever going to hear this, but like, because I haven't talked to him since high school. Really? Okay. Um, so, but, he was just a random. For, like student or person? Yeah, like he was a he was he went to the school that okay, I was at. Yeah, okay. he was definitely there at the school um, that I was at, and then uh, and yeah, so like he just he taught me um, those things, and uh, I just kind of like leveled up as time went on, you know. But like breakdancing yeah. and hip hop like has been 
Yeah, like the my favorite style of dance because mm-hmm. I love being in the air. I love athleticism mm-hmm. and like yeah, breaking encompasses all of that. So, so did you just learn a lot of these moves from like YouTube, or did you go to a class? Yeah, or because I mean these things are not natural to the human <laughs> body. <laughs> True. So yeah, no, like I so at first it was actually for the longest time. Okay, like I did everything off of what I saw mm-hmm. or YouTube. Okay. YouTube came a little bit later on, uh, but it, even like in the movies, like like when you got served, yeah. like, I would just go back and watch that mm-hmm. for years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then when I got into college, that's actually when I started to learn. Like. Um, I met random people okay. at times who taught me like different mm-hmm. moves, mm-hmm. Um, and I just kind of went from there. So like, I never never took a class um, wow. until I actually got to Texas, okay. which was three years ago. Okay. Um, so yeah, my yeah my first it's crazy. So my first break dancing class was uh, by oh my gosh, I just can't believe it. I just forgot his name, um, but it was by the guy who did the slow motion part at the end of You Got Served. Oh, wow. It was him that taught me. Full circle. Like, yeah, that's what was crazy. That. So that was fun. Yeah. Um, so just being taught by him and, and yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I want to come back to that. But what, so you said, where were you living before Texas? Florida. Florida. Is that where you Born and raised. Born and raised. Okay. Born and raised in Florida. I was actually in Missouri for a little bit and then moved to Texas because mm-hmm. I was working at Kids Across America. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where we met. That's where exactly <laughs> where we met. Um, and then, but I also went to the Kennecook Institute mm-hmm. in Missouri, so I was I was there for a little bit. But born and raised mm-hmm. in Florida. So, yeah. so what brought you to Texas from Florida? No, Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tell me about that, like, from there to there to there. So Okay, so I was, it was back in 13, 2013. Okay. Uh, December of 2013, mm-hmm. and I was with family. It was uh, mm-hmm. December, and we were just hanging out with family. And I don't know, like, I was sitting on the couch, and, like, this heaviness just came over my heart. And, was just, and I really just felt like this sense of, like, you won't be here much longer. Wow. Did not know what it meant. Never felt that feeling before. And I was just like, all right, whatever. I went home, and I was like, hey, mom. I was just like, I don't. I don't think I'm coming back when I leave for camp this summer. Uh, and she was just like, okay, well, we'll, we'll definitely see. <laughs> I was like, I bet. So 2014 comes, and I go to camp, uh-huh. uh, and I end up staying in Missouri for the Canna Cook Institute. Uh, what is, explain, explain what that is. So the Canna Cook Institute. You don't know what that is. <laughs> uh, the Canna Cook Institute is this, uh, this, this program. <laughs> He's um. reading his <laughs> certificate. Or I totally forgot exactly like his diploma. What did you do there? What like what yeah. was it? So like the Kennecook Institute is this nine month program. <laughs> I was trying to find a, I was trying to find like the name of like exactly what it was. It's okay. Anyway, scratch that. Nah, but it's the uh, it was a nine month program, mm-hmm. and they just like really took us through the Bible, like okay. from Genesis all the way to Revelation. They taught us like uh, different study habits. That we can use. We talk about different topics and just looking at a looking at all of them mm-hmm. from a gospel perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and like one of the first things uh, that they said when we got there was uh, all the stuff that you grew up knowing. Scratch that. We're gonna start from scratch. Okay. And like we just got into the mm-hmm. scripture. It was like one of the best things yeah. that ever happened to me. So yeah. Yeah. In what ways did that like? change your life I guess because you were saying it's one of the best things that ever happened to you like what mm-hmm. like what did that do for you as a person oh yeah so like 
now, because um, it's crazy. Like, I, I feel like I get it from my mom because she's a teacher. Okay. Um, and, like, that is definitely one of my gifts, like, teaching. Um, and um, before I got there, I was teaching, like, just super basic stuff and, and just kind of teaching what I knew, but it wasn't as much as I needed to. Mm-hmm. But when I got there, like, they, they broadened that. So... I was able, like now, like I'm able to teach people how to study their Bibles mm-hmm. uh, and like go in depth with the scriptures. Like I'm able to um, help people with just different questions mm-hmm. uh, that they may have mm-hmm. on different things mm-hmm. uh, because of looking through the scriptures. Just different habits um, that I've taken since I was there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for instance, like even when we were there, we did these uh, precept upon precept books and it's like it, they have these uh, different uh, Bible studies that you can do, uh, but it's like book studies, yeah. right? Um, and I'm currently doing a book study on First Corinthians, uh, but I got that from when I was there at the institute. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But it really helps you go into depth with the scriptures, mm-hmm. and it's not surface level, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so they helped me to get off surface level yeah. in my walk with Christ. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's like that's been the biggest thing for me. Yeah. So but now like I'm like teaching cats. Yeah. Like how to you know what I mean do those things. Yeah, I think that's really cool because I think like understanding how to study the Bible is yeah. very lacking in like our generation of people, um, or like knowing what that looks like to like really not just like read the word but like study the word yeah yeah um and you said you're a student pastor now which i'm gonna ask you how you got into that but like my first question for that is working with students so you work with what middle school high school students middle school and high school yeah okay so how are you able to like translate that like learning how to study the word to them because i really think like that whole reading the scripture is a lost art like reading it in context Reading it for what it is, yeah. Reading it to get out something like it's not, it's not something that you uh, grew up learning how to yeah. do. I feel like does that yeah, make yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah. So like, uh, one of the things that I've seen, especially just over the years, like even before I even got to Mount Hebron, like we watered down a lot of stuff for the kids uh-huh. because we feel like like and we lower the standard mm-hmm. for them too. Uh, it's like you're a high school or you're a middle school Christian. We can lower the standards for you. We can water things down right. because that's how y'all are going to get it. Uh-huh. You don't see that nowhere in the Bible. Yeah. So one of the things that I have done is you just, you just keep the main things the main thing. You talk about Jesus. You talk about mm-hmm. sin and how it affects them. Uh, you give them different resources for them to use. And that's another thing, too, is just like having resources on hand mm-hmm. for them to be able to like go back home and study. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but it, it's also building relationships with them because uh-huh. um, you can teach all day uh-huh. on a Sunday and a Wednesday night. But what you do on the other days, with like going to their games and different things, they see that and that matters. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And they, you can actually walk into their lives a lot easier yeah. uh, to do that. And then you can also, um, uh, you'll have a better response when you correct them mm-hmm. um, and, and also like give them different ways to study. And they'll start to actually do it. Mm-hmm. Like I got this one young dude right now. His name's Isaiah. Um, started with him uh, when I first got to Mount mm-hmm. Hebron. Um, and built a relationship with him and as time went on like he was like wasn't reading his Bible Mm -hmm. um, as much or not at all and then at one point I was just like hey bro like you might just gonna have to start at five minutes a day Yeah, he started off at five minutes a day now and because I told him eventually like in the middle of our relationship I was like hey bro you're gonna have to get off that you're gonna have to level up and step up in your your time 
with God. And now this boy's over here calling me, talking about, saying, hey, bro, I'm, I've been reading the first chapter of uh, Jeremiah. That's I'm struggling with this. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So you see that, le- that level up. But yeah. it happened because of a relationship. Mm-hmm. And they saw, like, you actually care for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you're not watering down anything at all yeah. either. Um, and that's what these kids be wanting to. Yeah. Like, some genuine people mm-hmm. uh, to really, like, be consistent with them in their lives. Um, and also not even force anything on them either. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and because I, I, I tell them all the time, I'm just like, this is your walk. Like, if you die right now, you go talk to God, he ain't going to ask you what Caleb taught you. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's not going to talk, he's not going to ask you mm-hmm. what, what did Caleb do to get you where you needed to be. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he's going to talk about you and your personal life. Yeah. Um, so, it's been a struggle though, like more so, the struggle has been, not even a struggle because every, every area has their struggle, but so for me. Yeah. Working at Kids Across America, we we work with a whole bunch of urban kids. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like we are like black kids and a few Hispanic kids here and there. Um, and like you hear different stories. It's just right. about like violence and different things mm-hmm. like that at times. And they're great kids, but like just different issues. And then like to move to where I'm at now. Yeah. So what most is this demographic? Like suburban, oh, okay. like middle class, oh. like. Got both parents, uh-huh. black kids. Mm-hmm. So it's, they're still black. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just a different, okay. just a different context. And it was just like it was, it was hard for me because it was just like y'all were so privileged, you don't even know. Right. You know what I'm saying? And like, um, it was just kind of hard to talk to them at times um, because they had it, they had it all. Mm-hmm. Seemed like it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, and they knew church. They knew how to clap. They knew when to clap. They, <laughs> they knew when to clap. You know what I'm saying? When to sing. When, when to... to sing and when to give or you're supposed to tithe, right. but you don't know why you're supposed to tithe right. or anything about tithing. Like, right. you, you knew all like the, the fancy, perfect stuff, but that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I realized it when I started talking about sin and they were just like, what? What's that? Like, what is, what is yeah. this? So, you know what I'm saying? So like, um, but yeah, like everybody has their own issues everywhere, wherever you go to. So this was a new one for me, uh, being able to navigate in this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I realized also too, it's just like, there's no special way you need to share mm-hmm. the gospel or present truth. Right. Uh, whether it be kids or adults, adults or, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It's just like you share it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, don't get it twisted. I'm not saying like, you can't use uh, analogies to help. Mm-hmm. I think those are great. To help people, I think it's great to be able to use like physical examples or whatnot. I think those are amazing too. But it's just like, yo, you, you can't water this stuff down mm-hmm. uh, for the students. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, so it's been cool just to kind of see where they were before and yeah. how some of them are actually encouraging. Like hearing their parents tell me like they're encouraging them mm-hmm. in their walk. Literally asking mom, did you get in your word today? Yeah. Like, who asked that? You yeah. Know what I'm like, I haven't been asked that from a lot of adults. Right, right. But from a, for a kid to say that to their right. parents, I'm just like, yo, like, you're starting to see, like, yeah. Like, yeah, you respect your parents or whatnot, but you also see the responsibility in asking, you know what I'm saying, where's your walk with Christ? Because that's ultimately what you're asking. Yeah. Did you think you were going to do that after the Canon Cook? Heck no. Nah. Okay, so. Nah. What? what? <laughs> So how long have you been a student pastor now? Uh, two years now. Two years. Yeah, okay. but I've been working at church for three because I was a, uh, the junior high director at first. Okay. The first year. And that's not what you thought you were going to do? Heck no. Nah. What did you actually think you were going to do? Heck no. Nah. <laughs> first of all, I didn't want to do it. Okay. Yeah, like I, I did not want to do it at all because I was in Missouri Okay. Um, after the institute because I went back to Kids Across mm-hmm. America and I was like, I don't know what I'm about to do in my life. Yeah. I'm going to move to Texas. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 
<laughs> that is like the natural progression of things. I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh, so true I'm story. You know what I'm going to move to Texas. Okay. I'm like, I got some homies down there. We'll see what happens. I have four duffel bags. I barely had any money because, you know, we went to the, the, the Nike outlet. <laughs> I sell and blew all your money. Unfortunately. <laughs> all your summer <laughs> cash, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Dwayne Pano, the homie called. It was just like, yo, like, what do you, and this is three weeks before camp ended, so I'm like, okay. I'm borderline panicking. And this is 2000, what again? 15, 15, 15, 15, 15 okay. now, yeah, 15 now. So summer's about to end, summer's and you don't know what end. you're doing. I don't know what I'm doing in my okay. life. All I got is a, a head spin okay. in my resume, and that's it. And you, you knew you didn't want to go back to Florida? Did not want to okay. go back to Florida, knew I wasn't going back to Florida. Okay. And then I was like, you know, I'm going to move to Texas. A couple of days later, Dwayne Pano texts me mm-hmm. or calls me and just like, yo, what are you yeah. doing at the camp? Yeah. I, I thought he was in Oklahoma still. Okay. Uh, but they ended up moving to Texas down okay. here. And he was just like, uh, I was just like, bro, like, I, I'm just going to move to Texas see what mm-hmm. happens. He was like, bro, we got a junior high position out here yeah. at the church. If you're down for it, you want to check it out? I said, mm-hmm. bet. So had the interview with the pastor, yeah. uh, the senior pastor. Um, a couple of days later, I believe, and then uh, and then I ended up getting a job, you know, and then I had a job afterwards. Didn't know where I was gonna stay, and he just sent me his address. Was like, just come here. Mm-hmm. So I had to find a ride to Texas, right. you know, what I'm saying, which wasn't hard because everybody go to Texas, everybody mm-hmm. moved to Texas. Um, got to his door, he was like, yeah, man, you can just stay with us for a little bit till we get on your feet, blah blah blah. Um, so I was there for about seven months. Wow, you know what I'm saying, um, and, or at least staying with him for about seven months. And in that seven months, I got my car, and then I ended up getting an apartment. Um, then was there and then I was a junior high director for a year and I worked the front desk. Now mind you the front desk. I move Customer a lot. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like and I move a excuse me, I move a lot. Like I twitch pretty much. I'm like Oh, like literally move. Yeah, like I move okay. like a lot a lot. So I okay. hated being in front of a desk. Like for a whole year I was behind okay. a desk. Okay. And I'm just like, God damn like you know what I'm saying? So like, but I definitely got a lot of moments in that time okay. to be able to pray with people over the phone uh, and cool. just like help people like, cause we have this benevolence ministry there um, that like helps people with rent and mm-hmm. all the other stuff. So I just got to talk with people there. So that was cool too, mm-hmm. you know, and like help like build some relationships there. Um, so did all that for a year. And then uh, I think December comes, Dwayne gets a phone call. That he's leaving. Um, about a job. Yeah. He didn't take it seriously at all. <laughs> January comes. Conversations get real serious. February 13th. Like, actually, he was gone before February 13th. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, he ends up heading out uh, to Houston uh, where he's doing his thing down there. Uh, the Stony Creek. Yeah. Uh, yeah Houston, H-Town. He out there getting it right now. Houston. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Where I'm from. So. Houston. <laughs> <laughs> Represent. Um and yeah, so like, but in that transition time, they were trying to figure out who the youth pastor was going to be. Did you want it to be you? No. Okay. I didn't at first. Like, I really didn't. Okay. I ain't going to front. I was just like, I ain't gonna, like the money going to be good. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> praise, praise God for that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Don't get it yeah. twisted. Like, I, I won't be here just for the money. Like, kid you not. But like, that was definitely a plus. Yeah. But like, it was just something that I, I personally, mm-hmm. I did not want to do vocational ministry. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just, Yeah. I still don't have, like, this huge desire to do it, you yeah. know? But, like, I have a desire to be where God has me, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But I, I personally don't. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do this for a long period of time. Do you think it's hindered the other passion that you've had? So, like, really pursuing dance stuff? Or, like, how is that, maybe, do you feel like it hindered it initially? And how has, like, God kind of kind of worked that in you yeah. to help you be present? Because yeah. you said before that your, like, biggest dream or passion was dance and mm-hmm. so I can only imagine that 
it, it could probably seem sometimes like this yeah. is like a a stepping block yeah, yeah, yeah. in that in that space you know what I mean yeah because it's so different than what you actually wanted to do yeah true story um it hasn't hindered it because and, and this is the way I see it too and this is how I kind of explained it to some people it's like the Lord has given me 45 minutes for uh being a student pastor mm-hmm He's giving me 15 minutes to dance. Mm-hmm. So whatever I do with that 15 minutes, like, I can't go past it. Mm-hmm. That should be, I, I need to utilize it. Mm-hmm. Even the, So that's the part where I just, I've been slacking on, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Not utilizing that 15 minutes, you know? Because mm-hmm. he's giving me spaces to do so. Right. Especially working at uh, Center for Dance. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because for the longest, he's definitely kept my foot in the door for dance. Okay. And just different things that dealt with dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, it, des- it definitely hasn't been a hindrance. Mm-hmm. I've been a hindrance. Okay. To, to that. That's good. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah. What would you say to people listening who are struggling with kind of what you're talking about? So they want to pursue these big dreams or whatever and they're not there yet and so they're kind of in a place kind of like where you are right now of this is where I have to be this is what I have to do like how would you encourage those people listening because I think there could be a lot of people in those kind of shoes of like I really want this but the Lord has me here like what does it look like to be present even when it's hard yeah and even when it's not necessarily something you like want to be doing like long term yeah does that make sense yeah yeah yeah. um encouragement that I would give them yeah um well, the scriptures calls us to do all things in excellence, especially mm-hmm. if we're going to imitate Christ. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure when and Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane, mm-hmm. he, he didn't want to be in that spot. You know what I'm saying? But he was just like, yo, like, your will be done, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I think we have to have that same mentality mm-hmm. where we're at. Your will be done. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this well, mm-hmm. you know? Um and if the Lord gives us moments where we're able to work in those little passions that we really want to do, yeah, take them. But other than that, love on the people that's next to you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, uh, cultivate the areas that He has uh, placed you in. Yeah, uh, because if you don't, you're being disobedient. Right. Especially if the Lord placed you there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Uh, so yeah, like focus on where you're at. Um, because yeah, because uh, I, I th- also think about like my brother Glenn. Um, he, I remember one day I was like 16, he would take me to go cut grass and whatnot. Um, and, uh, we were picking up weeds Mm -hmm. out of this garden bed and I was just like picking up the weeds, picking up the weeds. I was like, crap, man, like I don't even want to do this. (laughs) And I looked up and saw all the weeds that I had to actually pick up, pick up. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was like, dang, that's a lot of weeds. And he was just like, bro, like, wouldn't it be crazy if like the Lord kind of like picked our heads up and made us see all the stuff that we had to do and go through Mm. before we got to where we wanted to be. He said, how, uh, he he was just, I was just like, yeah, that would be crazy. Mm. He was just like, yeah, so you need to focus where you're at Mm -hmm. now. And I was just like, I bet. And I just remember like just picking up the weed that was in front of me and like before I knew it, I was at the end, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. now we're done picking weed. So that's kind of how I see it. It's just like, no, like you, you focus on where you're at. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, because most likely, let's say, for instance, like, your desires is, like, desire, desires that God has for you. Mm-hmm. Um, it ain't going to be easy getting there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think we really want to see right now yeah. how difficult some of those areas are going to be. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The losses that we're going to have and yeah. all these other different things. God's like, no, like, focus on now. 
Um, let me strengthen you in your walk right now. Yeah. Because uh, most likely we ain't even ready for that later on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If we decide, if he decided to be like, all right, babe, you want to go here? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no. It's, yeah. it's going to be a wrap. So he's just like, yo, focus focus on where I have you now. Um, like, we, we don't want to miss the opportunity to be able to encourage somebody mm-hmm. uh, because we're so focused on ourselves and where we want to be, mm-hmm. you know, so. That's good. I think a lot of people need to hear that. Um, I definitely need to hear that. But, you know, because I understand that because I have, clearly I have a full-time job, but I do <laughs> this podcasting and, you know, all these other dreams on the side. And I think that can definitely be a struggle. It's like, this is what I really want to do. Like, all these ideas that are in my head Facts. is what I want to pursue. Um, they don't pay any sort of bills, so I can't. <laughs> um, but, and it is hard to like be, and I love my job too, like my actual full-time job, Yeah. but it's like really hard sometimes to be in that and trust the Lord with this thing over there or yeah. like trust the Lord with, um, if this is what he actually called me to do, because right, cause you're going to fail at it and it takes a lot more sacrifice because yep. you have something else that you do from 9 to 5 yeah. every single day of the week. And so that's, I mean, I, I really like that. And I think that's really encouraging for people to hear. It's just like, okay, trust the space the Lord has you in and, like, be present there. Yeah. Because you may not even be ready for what that other thing yet. No, and that's probably why you're, is, yeah. why you're still where you're at. Yeah. Because he's still preparing you for that. So I really like that. Yeah. Um, okay, so another thing. So you were talking about, you know, these students that you work with. And so you really are like a mentor mm-hmm. and um, to a lot of them. Yeah. You're actually supposed to do this tomorrow, but you're doing something with yeah, your so kids tomorrow. Too. Yeah, so like with, with my job, like I, I ended up uh, mentoring with mm-hmm. uh, Crucible Youth Leaders okay. um, at Garland High School. Okay. Um, so I'm one of the basketball coaches there, which oh. is weird because <laughs> I'm a dancer. I, <laughs> Are I you good at basketball? Heck no. Like, I, like, <laughs> I have my moments. Okay, you I'm can be honest. <laughs> I'm hit or miss. I am not. Like I'm like a character coach. Okay. You know? okay. You're there for encouragement or support. I'm in that, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And like whatever the coach says. There like, you go. So I'm good with the physical stuff. So if I see it, I know how it's done. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So that's one good thing. Okay. So like the coach will say it. And, like, they won't be doing it. I'd be like, hey, fellas, like, it's like this. You know what I'm saying? And, but I'm just, like, pretty much mimicking just what they say. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I know what the movie mm-hmm. should be. Mm-hmm. So that's one area that I do help in. So. Yeah. yeah. So you seem super passionate just about, like, being with those kids and, like, Heck walking yeah. with them and doing that. Yeah. So is that something that you, like, had in your life growing up that you're mimicking or something that maybe you didn't have in your life growing up that you see the importance of, especially for young men? Yeah. Um, it was something I did uh, when I turned 16. No, okay. 15. I was like okay. 15-ish. Okay. Um, it was Glenn Luter that I was telling you about. Okay. Uh, he was a cat that was just like, it was, no, it was nothing forced. It was no program set up. Yeah. It was nothing. It was just like this dude, uh, even though he had his family and mm-hmm. all the other stuff, like he he thought it was important to like pour into my life. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yo, like you should come, uh, you know, ride on uh, ride with the truck because he used to drive trucks around mm-hmm. the, the city as well. So like we would go, we would chop. Uh, we'll talk a lot, um, and and yeah, like I just remember me like cooking with him and grilling and stuff like that, and him talking to me about Jesus um, and and whatnot. And I remember that what happened? It was last year. I had Isaiah over. We were just chilling. We were just talking mm-hmm. about a lot of stuff and. Um, I remember we was cooking like because he had never like cooked like a legit meal. Yeah. So I was just like, "Bet you about to cook today." <laughs> so we was cooking, and like as we were cooking, I was like, "Yo, like my brother did this with me." You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I called my brother and I told him, "I was like, bro, like I'm legitimately doing right now what you did 
with me, you know what I'm saying, uh, when I was 16. Wow. You know, um, and it just like, it just felt good to see. So I just wanted to share with him like the fruits of his labor yeah. as well, you know what I'm saying? Like it's definitely trickled down, but like, yeah, like it's it's important to be in people's lives mm-hmm. um, in every area. Because mm-hmm. uh, like if, you know what I'm saying? Like later on, we ever have, like you want to have a mentor, mentee interview? Yeah. Like Isaiah be the perfect one because like we done been through a lot of crap. Mm-hmm. We done had a lot of conversations and different things like that to where it's like uh like dude what are you doing like that was dumb you yeah. shouldn't have done that yeah. or dude like you're keep it up it's made so it's been a lot you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying uh with he and i uh, and Dwayne was also a part of that too um and then uh and yeah but it's just important to be in people's lives mm-hmm. um, what would you say even going like a little bit deeper into that yeah. why is it important for <clears throat> young men to have older male figures in their life that's like walking with them and discipling them or mentoring them or whatever you want to call it use of the word um why would you say like that is really important for people to do because i'm super i guess passionate would be the word obviously i can't mentor men but i'm super important i mean i'm super passionate about like men mentoring men because i think young men need it and especially in like the high school middle school age you know Mm -hmm. what i mean because i think that's such a pivotal what's it called like a pivotal moment in their lives that yeah. kind of like changes everything yeah so can you speak on that a little bit like why you think it's important for people to do that like male yeah no male. and i think um just overall women are great but women can't show a man how to be a man exactly action. yeah you know yeah. what i'm saying mm-hmm. and like so with that it's just like man like we have to be there because one because I'm like I've been reading this book by Eric Mason um, called Restoring Manhood, and he goes through like the fall and all this other mm-hmm. stuff, and just like how God created men to be. And I'm just like, here's a standard for what a man is. Right. If the standard's already set, there's no need to change it, uh-huh. right? And then it's just like, all right, bet. So, in order for this young dude to actually know what it is, I'm have to one live up to that standard and two I have to show him because he don't know Yeah, you know what I'm saying because they mm-hmm. get it again from TV mm-hmm. um, <laughs> or for like for him like he yeah. has his mom and his two sisters mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying um, and they definitely obviously made some impact in his life or whatnot. but it's just like yo like you have to see it like mm-hmm. done physically like mm-hmm. even in their falls right you know what I'm saying you're gonna have to see how this grown man who um, is living uh, by the standard of what God has placed um, you have to see how he reacts and responds to certain things and what it should look like or yeah. whatnot. So um, it's extremely important. Hopefully I answered that. I don't know if I did or not. But yeah, so it's just like they, they have to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, because if they don't, they're gonna find it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's gonna be the wrong mm-hmm. it's gonna be the wrong thing. But yeah. I also think it's important for us as men like, especially the the, the, the believers uh, as men, we have to first know the standard like that God placed. Yeah. Because we're gonna tell this young dude that because he can't fix a tire, he's not a man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's not that's not true. Yeah. You know right. What I'm right. Saying? Like I know some ladies that can fix a tire just as well. I'm just like, does that mean yeah. a man? Or, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's like society standards. We should not be basing how we. Yeah, what a man is based off society standards. Yeah. Do I think he need to fix a tire? Heck yeah. Like, learn yeah. how to fix a tire. Because I don't know how to do it. So. You know what I'm like, <laughs> I should just, probably learn. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just like, yo, like, learn how to fix a tire. Learn all these different things. Uh, you ain't got to like football, but, like, you need to be cultivating some. Because right. God didn't call us to be lazy. Right. Him in the garden. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> 
<laughs> True. You know what I'm saying? So it's like Adam in the garden. Right. Like, right. Maybe I see. Cultivate. Yeah. And then you see Jesus being compassionate. You don't yeah. have to be this hard dude all the time. Mm-hmm. You can show people compassion. You can show uh, people love. Mm-hmm. Um, you see, like, David, like, a man after God's own heart. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to be pursuing and seeking after God constantly. So you see all these different men mm-hmm. in the Bible on what to do, mm-hmm. what not to do. But ultimately, obviously, Jesus is the standard. And, like, so I'm just like, yo, we, we have to know the standard for right. before we start. Because we're going to be teaching them nonsense. If yeah. We don't. That's good. Man, kid, that was good. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> uh, okay, so this is just like a goal dream question. But, goal dream question. yes, if when it comes to any passion that you have, specifically dance, like, what would be your ultimate thing to obtain dance-wise? So, like, dance-wise. Where, like what would you want to. Do be be in yeah, like um we gotta claim it now. So <laughs> so when we talk about it now, I it happens. Now. That's what I need there to you do. go. When it happens, then I can say you said it here first. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um. So one of the things I want to do because it goes past dance for me okay. though, like because there's a lot of stuff that I actually like doing that I really don't talk about. Okay. So for instance, like parkour, like yeah, that is one of my favorite hobbies. Okay. I love martial arts. Uh-huh. Uh, like yeah, I, you're I, always doing little flips and things. On yeah, the you know what I'm saying. So like, <laughs> I love those different things. So like, eventually, like I just I want to have a um, facility for those things. Okay. Uh, but also like placed in urban neighborhoods mm-hmm. uh, where that's not really uh, placed, you know, or not not placed that where it's not really there. Okay. You know what I'm saying they don't even know that's a thing. Because mm-hmm. I remember working at Kids Across America. Like I remember one time this guy. I think it was my last year actually. Uh, there was this guy, like, counselor. I was just like, hey, bro, I'll just take your class. Go chill out for the day. He was like, bet. So I took his class. I didn't know what to do in the class. I was like, fellas, y'all want to do parkour? They was like, yeah. So, like, we literally pulled out a bench. Oh, my gosh. And just started <laughs> flipping over stuff and working, like, on Kongs, which is like a Are we supposed move. to do that? I don't know. I didn't get fired. Yeah. So we was good. <laughs> we okay. were good, though. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, they fell a couple of times, but they were just like, yo, like, I enjoyed that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, so I was like, yo, like there's this, yeah, there's actually like a, you know what I'm saying? Like a little, uh, not passion for it, but like, they actually like doing Desire this. Desire for it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they actually like doing this and it was, pre- it was never presented to them before. Mm-hmm. They didn't know what Parker was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, the next day I saw him, um, and we did it again for the class, but we went to the gym this time, so it's a little safer, you know, um, and then the next day, like, I didn't take the class, and they were just like, yo, are we doing parkour today? I was like, nah, man, they were just like, uh, so, like, just seeing that, like, it's like these little black and Hispanic kids, like, they don't, all they're, like, pretty much told, it's just like, you got basketball, soccer, and football, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm just like, yo, like, we're more than that, you know yeah. what I'm saying? We, we can, can do be, other things. <laughs> we can be other things, you right, know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Um, and just giving them that outlet, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And, like, this is definitely going to be, because I realize in my life, I'm definitely, like, not, I wouldn't, the oddball, some of the stuff that I like doing. For instance, pumpkin pie. I love pumpkin pie. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm breaking stereotypes around here. <laughs> like, love it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I like pumpkin pie, too. You okay, do? So we'll be on the same page. Yeah, yeah you high five. Come on. There you go. <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> There you go. We break a stereotype. So, like, stuff like that, like, the skydiving and all the other stuff, is just, like, 
our culture really doesn't like mm-hmm. push for those different like mm-hmm. weird things or those white people things. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, no, let's jump out of plane today, guys. Let's you know what I'm saying? Let's Have go. Have you watch. done that? Not yet, but I am. Okay. I that's something I will not be doing. But yeah, that's exactly but more it. power to you. <laughs> Can't hop out y'all down. No, I'm not doing that. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like all these different things it's like that we can do, you yeah. know, like so I remember because uh, I don't know, like I, I just I just never got into basketball and football and stuff like that. And when I tried it didn't didn't work out. But <laughs> Like I remember seeing this black guy who's a dirt bag, uh, dirt bike rider. He did he he did motocross. Okay, yeah. His name was Bubba, and I just remember his outfit. It was green. And when I saw him do that, like yeah. that messed me up. I was just like, we can do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, or just seeing other guys like just in martial arts and stuff like that. That got me excited. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I, I want to be able to, to put these type of facilities in different neighborhoods. Um, where you know what I'm saying, like they can just learn new stuff, yeah, and things do that new they never things. thought yeah. that they could do, yeah, yeah. Because even like getting on boats, like I would love to do field trips with the kids, like in the summer sometimes, where they can get on boats and do ski tubing. That was my first time coming to Kids Across America, was my first time ski tubing, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I think it was my second time ever getting on a boat, mm-hmm. I was 19, yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm over here trying to encourage these kids to get on the ski tube, like, I've never been on a boat, so. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> So it's just like, yeah, like just just putting out something new for these kids. Yeah. Um, so I would love to do that. Yeah. Uh, for them. So. You should do that. Oh, like I'm I'm like working through my stuff right now. Okay. Just like whether it be okay. uh, practicing dance, parkour, and different things like that. Mm-hmm. I need to do better with networking though. Okay. Um, so definitely. Well, maybe someone mind. listening, not that I have, you know, famous people listening, but if someone like big listens and has <laughs> some money, they can donate to Caleb's. Come park, through, fam. Parkour park thing. Yes. yes. I ain't got a name for it yet. We just gonna call it that. That. You know but if anyone ever listens, I'll let you know. Man, cool. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, make, we'll make a fun, go find me all the things for Caleb. Yes. Uh, that's make it happen. That's really cool. Yeah. I think that's a really cool dream and you should definitely do it. Appreciate it. That's we're awesome. We're gonna make it happen through prayer. See where the Lord takes it. So. There you go. Well, I'm going to ask you the two questions that I ask everybody. <laughs> two at the questions. end of each episode. Um, this has been awesome. So, first question: If you could go to lunch with anybody, dead or alive, they could be famous, they could be like your neighbor that you never talked to, like any, literally anyone. Who okay. would it be, and why? You got to tell me why. I get to see this nigga. I get to see. <laughs> I get to see this dude on Sunday. Okay, it would legitimately be Matt Chandler. Okay, like so he was the first dude. So I've heard different things about men and how they should be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying at mm-hmm. times, uh, but he. Oh, his explanation was so well. Matt Chandler had this uh, talk on manhood, uh-huh. which helped define, just kind of, just yeah. that was the building block for mm-hmm. me. Um, I think I've actually he, heard that. Yeah, it was just yeah. like, it was defining, uh, it, well, he had like three different Sundays okay. where he talked about it. So men as fathers, mm-hmm. men as husbands, mm-hmm. um, and then defining masculinity. Mm-hmm. I was pissed. I <laughs> because I was just like, fam, like. Why hasn't anybody taught this mm-hmm. before? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because he started in Genesis. Nobody that I've ever talked to started in Genesis mm-hmm. on what a man should mm-hmm. be like. You know what I'm saying? And I was just like, it messed me up. So, like, ever since then, mm-hmm. it's just been, like, a continuous growth for me, growth process for me. Um, and that's, again, that's why I'm so passionate about, like, men teaching men. Yeah. Um, young men. Yes. Be um, passionate about that, please. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> And like and, and and whatnot. So yeah, Matt Chandler would definitely be that dude for me. Mm-hmm. He's like, and I love his teaching style. 
it, it's funny because like a lot of his I guess videos they deleted like years of videos mm-hmm. because I guess I, I don't know if he was aggressive or not or whatever I forgot the reason but like they deleted but I was just like I love how he teaches mm-hmm. he he teaches boldly mm-hmm. um, and it is he doesn't sugarcoat anything yeah. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. he's a lot I go front I feel like he's a lot more gracious uh-huh. um, than uh, than a lot of people say mm-hmm. but like it definitely ain't no like uh, friendly, super friendly mm-hmm. sermons or anything yes. like that. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it was like in Acts, like Peter's first sermon. Yeah. Uh, when he was talking to the masses, yeah. <laughs> just like the Jesus that you killed. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it wasn't no mm-hmm. no friendly sermons. Like it was like, no, this is real talk. Mm-hmm. This is scripture. This is Bible. This is the gospel. This is what we need to be mm-hmm. doing. Here's what you're not doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And here, so I love that. He brings real world stuff into it, and I would just love to sit with him and just like pick his brain on like mm-hmm. how he studies and and whatnot the stuff he's gone through what yeah that's that's that so that's matt chandler if right you now. ever find this caleb barry wants to have lunch with you yes so please find him on instagram or something so, if i see him hopefully he's teaching on sunday if he's teaching on sunday i'm gonna try to make my way up there okay do and let me know if it happens oh yeah i'm gonna get a picture and everything bro that that would be awesome. No. With you, he's great. I've listened to some of his stuff, and I'm I'm very much like I like sermons that are straightforward and to the point. Yeah, um, that's just how I learn. Like, just tell me like it is, and so he's very much like that. Yeah. So if if you if you hear my because uh, uh, I did a talk, and I'm not. This is not no shameless plug. This is like oh yeah, you just did a sermon that was on YouTube. Shameless plug, bump it. Oh yeah, okay, so I, I, I plugged it for him. I plugged it for him. I did see that. So many people pressing about it. So. Yeah, that's always weird. Yeah, that was weird, but it was it was hey. cool though. Just to see how God worked in that. But like in my like, I'll, I'll get up there and I'll pray, and then I'll say like, "Hey, let's turn to Hebrew chapter." I get that from him, mm-hmm. and I loved it because as soon as he gets up, he's just like, "How we doing? Good. All right, guys, we're gonna be camping out in Romans chapter eight. <laughs> turn there, and then he just gets into it. Like yeah. he'll do none of this extra stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he goes straight into the scriptures and he stays into the scriptures. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, bro, this is the teaching that I love to mm-hmm. do. You know what I'm saying? Like, here and do. So that's how I am. I'm just like, so a yeah. lot of my teaching style, I get from him. Mm-hmm. He even does this little hand thing like this. And I know y'all can't too. see me right. I've done it a few times. <laughs> I was like, you need to stop watching that, maybe. You know what I'm saying? But he does this a lot. So if y'all look at his videos a lot, just, y'all going to be like, he really does do that a lot. Here's his mini me, Matt Chandler. Here he is, Caleb Berry. I'm out, we out here, the black the black version. The black version of Matt Chandler. Black. That's awesome. Okay, so the second thing is, second if, thing. if you can encourage anyone, who would it be and why? So you have to encourage them as if like they're the one sitting in front of you, so like speak to them right now. Um, and then hopefully you'll tell them to listen to it, and they'll actually hear the encouragement. So pick one person. So you say that last part again? So you're going to pick one person and then you're just going to encourage them, um, but just pretend they're sitting across from you. Mm -hmm. And so you don't have to say their name. You can say their name if you want to. Um, Suffering is going to happen. And I don't know exactly what's going to happen in the future, but like, I think one of the biggest things that we can do is continue to stay in prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, and make sure we stay in our word mm-hmm. and remind ourselves of the character of God and like the faithfulness mm-hmm. of God and like the graciousness and the goodness of God. So when those times strike, mm-hmm. which they will, mm-hmm. our foundation is a lot more solid than it would have been mm-hmm. if we're not spending time with him. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, and I say that because like I, I, I've had conversations with people and I currently have a homeboy and this I'll be talking to him. Um, that's like 
going through some suffering right now. Like, mm-hmm. don't really know what's about to happen to his parents because he mm-hmm. found out both of his parents got cancer. You know what I'm saying? Dang. His mom just got admitted to the hospital today. He has no idea what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times when we get to those spaces, we sit and we don't do a thing. We don't like, we, we don't feel like praying, which is, a, I get it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We don't feel like praying. We don't feel like getting to our word or anything like that. But it's like, no, like, this is one of the perfect times, good times and bad times, but this is the perfect time yeah. for us to get into our word and continue to remind ourselves of who God is mm-hmm. uh, because, yeah, he's, he's where we, he's whom we stand on. Mm-hmm. Like, that's our rock. That's our foundation. Um, and on him, when winds come, like, we won't be, we'll definitely be shaken, mm-hmm. but we won't fall because our foundation is strong. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, so suffering's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, and I, and I love James. He, James didn't sugarcoat nothing when he said, count it our joy when you face it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, he, he didn't act like it was an if. Yeah. He was just like, when this happens. So, just like, if I know suffering's going to happen, trials and suffer, these different things are going to happen, like, I need to prepare myself. Mm-hmm. And you can't necessarily prepare yourself for the, the actual thing. Like, I don't know if right. I can prepare myself for my mom having cancer because right. she doesn't have cancer. You know what I'm saying? Or right. somebody dying. But you can prepare yourself like spiritually, like standing mm-hmm. firm in the faith yeah. while things are going well. Mm-hmm. Because what you do now is going to affect what you do later. Yeah. Because if you ain't in your word now, it, I, you most likely ain't going to be in your word when that suffering comes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so, yeah, that's my encouragement. Suffer well. Suffer well. That was awesome. Thanks so much, Caleb. This has been great. Um, for allowing any me last words to the guests or any shout outs you want to give to anybody? Man, shout out to my co Akila. Akila, you know what I'm saying? For, for requesting him. For requesting your boy, you know what I'm Seriously. saying? Seriously. And congratulations, Najee and Akila <laughs> on y'all's engagement. Look, we out here. We trying to get ringed up. You know what I'm saying? There we go. There Shoot. we go. Trying to be like y'all when I grow up. There we go. You know, so yeah, man. Uh, but yeah. And shout out to you for doing oh, this. Stop. You keep doing your thing. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm so serious. You know what I'm saying? Like, you give people outlets to like, to talk. And I think it's a lot of great questions. And, um, and yeah. So you get to you get to chop it up with a bunch of people that, um, or you get to share this with people in your in your realm that we won't have. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Contact with. So you keep doing you. Thanks. You were great, and you can come back anytime. Bet. Okay. Say bye to everybody. Deuces. Y'all have a good one. <laughs>